live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. from America family. How are you doing? Welcome, welcome, welcome to Live from America, one of my favorite shows of the week. It is a Monday morning show. Why? Because I haven't seen you all weekend and you guys have become like family to me. So get your coffee, get your tea, get your bottle of water or whatever else it is, depending, it might be five o'clock somewhere. Get whatever you're sipping on and let's get to slurping here on this beautiful Monday morning, shall we? Mm -mm -mm. Although it's not a beautiful Monday morning, we had great weather here in the live free or die state of New Hampshire over the weekend, but now it's cloudy and cold and go figure, right? So anyway, guys, I'm very, very, very sorry for all of those who tried to tune in on Friday evening at the live at five show. I was supposed to have a fill in uh, for the evening show because it was my son's birthday and he had a bunch of friends over, and they had sleepovers, and it carried over into Saturday, and we did things all Saturday. So it was just a great time to spend with family, and Will Johnson was supposed to have filled in for me. However, he was experiencing technical difficulties, and by the time he could come on, it was already uh, like an hour late. So I said, it's okay. You know, we all... tech. When, when it comes to this tech world, we all experience stuff like that, especially if we don't have billion-dollar, you know, produce production like Fox News and the rest of them. So it is what it is, and he just wants to apologize. I want to apologize. I know you guys were looking for your fix at 5 o'clock on Friday night and didn't get it, but here we are today right back in the studio live from America. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot. I'm so excited to be back. Let's get right to the live viewer shout outs because that's one of the greatest parts of the show because it gets to highlight all of you who support and 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 basically are so just loyal to the show. It's truly incredible. Please do me a favor, like the video if you haven't. Definitely share the video while I give the live shout outs. For those who are watching on the website and on YouTube, Rosaria Barbera, thank you very much. It was nice talking with you this morning. Lynn to Conrad from Wisconsin. Good to see you. Renee Cook, she says, yeah, you're back. Missed you a Friday at five. Well, I missed you too. Seriously, that's not just me saying that. When, I, when I'm not live, I truly miss all of you. Deborah Wilden from Ohio. O-H-I-O is in the building. Melissa Barlow says, morning sunshine. Julie Sims is watching. Laura Holtz from Arkansas. Good Monday morning. Adam Reeves says, good morning, Patriots. God bless you all. Rose Burgoyce is watching from Florida. Cowgirl Patriots. Patriot says, good morning, Jeremy and Patriots. Kara Alba from Rival Designs, the one who made the... Nobody cares. Button, which I love so very much. Good morning to you, Kara, and everybody at uh, Rival Designs. Good to see you guys. Regina Johnson is watching from Oklahoma. Marilyn Fassel is watching from Florida. Thank you so much, Marilyn. I appreciate you, and I hope you're having a great Monday morning. Let's do a couple more here. Catherine uh, Novelli is watching. And let's see, Sharon Carpenter, also from OHIO. Good to see you, Sharon. I want to give some special shout-outs. I have so many packages over the weekend to open. I had so many uh, envelopes full of uh, donations and, and cards and letters. I'd like to give a huge shout out to Ginny Gray, Ginny G-I-N-N-Y Gray for the donation, Pat and Scott uh, Berktold, I think it's Berktold or Birchtold, either one, I want to thank you very much for what you sent me as well, Addie Johnson sent this brand new coffee cup, and you all know how I love my coffee cups, it says live from America, Jeremy Harrow, let's slurp, not a bad idea, Addie, let's slurp, mmm, so thank you so much, Nathan Rodriguez sent me a wonderful, wonderful, heartfelt, emotional, and amazing letter, um, long one, it was a long one, Nathan, but I got it, and I got all your devotional books and everything like that, so thank you so very much from the bottom of my heart for that gift. Deb Yoakum not only sent donation, 
but she also sent another big, huge package of dum-dums because we can't have enough, right? Diana Packman also for a donation. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. And Sandra Duvall. Now, I know so many of you donate have become monthly donors online as well. Whichever way you want to do it is fine. I want to thank you all. I am tr truly trying to get out to your emails. My wife, God bless my wife. She helped me so much this weekend uh, really get into a rhythm. She helped me get into a rhythm and we worked on a schedule to where she's going to help me every week and we're hopefully going to make sure we get to a point where we catch up with everything and PatriotFoods.com reached out to me as well and said that you guys have been the most amazing action item people you guys are the most amazing audience out there so many of you have ordered through them they want to uh they want to work together uh because they're what they're trying to do and what we're trying to do is all kind of you know rolled into one thing so they want to work together moving forward and really try to um bring awareness to how we stay uh, not so mm, dependent on the government, because here in the United States we have independence. It's not the it's not the uh, it's not the dependence that we that we've grown up on here in the United States of America. So shout out to them. And also, I want to let you guys know that the Folky Family Farm also got another four hundred dollar check sent to me just for them uh, because so many people have been inspired. And and I just want to let you guys know that I reached out to them. I let them know and they got the first check. They were extremely uh, excited and, and appreciative of all of you for all of you buying stuff on the online store to, to, to rack up that much money for them. It's helped big time. And now we get to send another $400 check. So God bless you. God bless all of them. Let's get right to the verse of the day because we got a lot of news to go over. And I want to let you guys know, um, that the verse of the day this morning really hit me. Uh, and, and this was one of those ones where I opened up the book. I asked God, I said, hey, God, guide me. Show me where to go. Show me what verse to, to, to hone in on today to, you know, send out to everybody. And I found John 1, 26 through 27. And, I, and I, when I read it, it was immediately, it immediately put a light bulb on because the reason why Will Johnson, let me give you a quick explanation. The reason why Will Johnson is a fill-in for me and the reason why Will Johnson is such a good friend of mine is because he is my John the Baptist. Now, for those of you who don't are not on my newsletter and who don't get the morning verse of the day, you might be asking yourself, what do you mean Will Johnson is your John the Baptist? Well, Will Johnson did something similar than John the that John the Baptist did. John the Baptist prepared the way for Jesus Christ. Okay? He baptized people, he guided people, he was he was a uh he was that that person that people went to to help them find real faith and a real relationship with God. That's what John the Baptist did. He paved the way for so many people uh in order for Jesus to come. Well, that's what Will Johnson did for me. Okay? Will Johnson was the person that I went to when I had tons and tons of questions, when I was thinking about, you know, walking this journey with Jesus, and I was so lost. Well, Will Johnson helped God find me. Will Johnson was the first person on his live show um, years ago in 2016. I went on his live show uh, to promote, I think, a Build the Wall single or, or one of the singles that I had done. And I prayed with him on air. It was the first time I ever really prayed. And it was on air. It was on his show. And he helped me um, be found by God. So I said, the verse of the day today is John 1, 26, 27. It says, John answered them saying, I baptized with water. But there standeth one among you whom ye not know. He it is who coming after me is preferred before me. Whose shoes latch it, I am not worthy to unloose. So basically, John is saying there, hey, I'm this guy. I can do this, but I am not the one. I'm not the preferred. I am not Jesus. He's still to come. Okay? Uh, Carla says, God didn't need help finding you. Well, he kind of did. Because I, was, I, had, I had a wall, pardon the pun, built up so God wouldn't, I wouldn't allow him in. He found me. Don't get me wrong, but I was a lost sheep. God is never lost. We never find God. God isn't lost. We're the ones lost. God knows where we are. But we need people to help us sometimes put us on the right path back to God so that we can be found. That's kind of what I meant by that. And I wrote this. A lot of, a lot of you don't know this, but Will Johnson, 
who fills in for me. I, I Like I just explained, he's my John the Baptist. He was the one that prepared the way. That is why he and I are so close. He's the one that I went to with all my first questions. Okay, Relying on Jesus for this is all we truly need. But when we are new Christians, it's very helpful to have one another to lean on and to talk to for support and direction. Once we find that path and learn how to rely on Jesus alone, then nobody else is really needed, but it's still nice to have their fellowship. Jesus told his disciples to go into all the world and preach the gospel. That is what pleases God. So you have been some so have you been someone's John the Baptist? Have you helped prepare the way for someone to be found? Have you helped plant the seed of heaven? If you haven't, that's okay. Maybe you're not ready to do that yet. However, don't stress yourself out when the time comes. Just speak from the heart and let the Holy Spirit do the work. Read your Bible daily, every day. If you if you feed your soul, if you feed your stomach, you got to feed your soul. Okay? If you feed your stomach, you got to feed your soul. Even if you're fasting and you don't feed your stomach, you got to feed your soul. So just speak to the, from the heart, read the Bible every day, and ask God to direct your steps. It can be as easy as asking somebody to pray for them. We all know that everybody needs prayers. So that's what I meant when I said, have you been someone's John the Baptist? And again, you might not be ready to do that yet. You may not feel comfortable trying to bring the word to somebody because you're afraid of the questions they might ask that you might not have the answers. But again, if you read your Bible daily and you open your heart up and let the Holy Spirit speak for you, then all you have to do is pray for somebody and let God do the rest. Okay? So God bless you guys and thank you so very much for uh, receiving the newsletter every morning and for allowing me to help if I'm guiding you, then that's great. If I help uh, plant seeds, then that's great. But really, I'm just giving you my experiences with God, my spiritual experiences, and I hope it helps you guys out when the time comes. We got about 2,000 people watching. Uh, not that many likes, though, so please click them thumbs up button, subscribe to the channel if you have not already, and, and definitely please share the video. Let's get right to the Lord's Prayer, and then we will get into the first and foremost section of the day, because I don't want to lose another minute of the news, okay? Not that, not that saying God's word is takes a second uh, second place to that, but we just got a lot to go through. So if you can, you know the drill. Say it loud and proud with me so God can hear you. But if you can't, say it inside for the Spirit to hear it. You ready? Here we go. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be Thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And ladies and gentlemen, it's Monday morning. It's quarter after 11. Are you ready for Live from America? Because here we go. It is the 96th day of military occupation in our nation's capital on our nation's soil, very unacceptable, no proof to to, uh, to justify it, no receipts to justify it. The Republican Party is too much of a coward uh, uh, to to demand why that why why that double fence was ever put up to begin with, and we need more action. We are also on the 389th day of 15 days to slow the spread, and as you can see, the crazy left swamp donkeys are exploiting the coronavirus and using it as much as they possibly can to achieve their goals of a complete woke-topia where they get all of America's money, they print, 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 bail out their Democrat-run failed swamp donkey cities, and continue to funnel money money into the lobbyists that they work with all together and to get themselves more power, more money, and basically to have longevity in a place that God doesn't think that they deserve to begin with. So ladies and gentlemen, here we go with the first and foremost section of the day, and that is the Democrats are pulling out all steps and all stops. A full-on attack to stop the forensic audits in Georgia, in Arizona, and in Michigan, and including Nevada as well. Meanwhile, New Hampshire governor, my governor here in, 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 New, in New Hampshire, which sometimes I agree with, sometimes I don't. Do I think he's a rhino? Yes, but I got to give credit where credit is due. He will be signing the bill that was passed unanimous, unanimously 24 to 0 in the New Hampshire Senate to do our forensic audit right here. And once that is done from Wyndham, 
New Hampshire than the than than the rest of the state, which eighty five percent of the rest of the state uses Dominion machines, will probably follow suit, and we will find out and get to the bottom of how many ballots were actually miscounted, misrepresented, unverifiable, or just flat out uh, fraudulent. And, and we'll get to the bottom of that. Meanwhile, ladies and gentlemen, Arizona, let's get to Arizona first. The left has an army of radical leftist globalist swamp donkey know nothing ignorant lawyers and when i mean ignorant i mean ignorant to the way america is supposed to be and they truly don't even care they want an america that they want which puts them in power and everybody else in the slums just like venezuela just like many parts of north korea and china and others but they have an an army of lawyers radical who are hell-bent on stopping the audit in Arizona. You have to ask yourself, why? What is the big deal? If I am speeding, if I'm caught speeding, okay, and I have a, I have a camera in my car at all times, and I know exactly how fast I was going, and the cop pulls me over and says, hey, wait a minute, I clocked you doing 10 miles over the speed limit, and you go, nope, nope, you can, you can do anything you want, you can... You can detain me. You can do anything you want, but I have proof. I can prove to you that you're lying. Well, the same thing happens in Arizona, guys. If the if the Maricopa Board of Supervisors and the rest of the left-wing swamp donkey Democrats there had nothing to hide, they would gladly have you recount, 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 recount. Because if it's one thing that we know the Democrats love doing, and that is is that is standing grandstanding and showing you how they were right and you were wrong. But unfortunately, in this situation, they can't. And that is why they're doing everything they can. And they have an army of lawyers to go after the people doing the audit, even though they were hired by the state Senate, this is a classic leftist move. If you can't get the people at the top, then go all the way down to the bottom and get the people at the bottom so that it's a domino effect so that that doesn't happen. They do the same thing with Tucker Carlson on Fox News. When they can't get Fox News to get rid of him, they go after their advertisers. Same thing with Sean Hannity. They go after their advertisers. And if they can't get the advertiser company, the advertising company as a whole to do it, then they go after the people who work at the advertising company and docs and then ultimately threaten those people until they get what they want this is what democrats do that's why we call them swamp donkey dirty democrats because they're disgusting leftist radical globalist communists who care nothing about that red white and blue that's behind me can i get an amen while i slurp my coffee i'm on fire folks i'm on fire this morning so you better be ready for one heck of a show because it's gonna be a bomb so they don't want this forensic audit to happen in Arizona, and I think any common sense person with a with any gray matter in between the two ears that God gave them can understand why. We know that the same thing, if your parents are yelling at the kids because the kids are lying, sooner or later the truth is going to show up, and the truth will sooner or later show up. We just got to make sure that this company and the Arizona State Senate hold the ground. Meanwhile, in Michigan, where Governor Whitless... Corella DeVille herself is the governor. Attorney Matthew DiPerno found modem chips embedded in the voting system's computer motherboards. Not supposed to be there. Also, also, Matthew DiPerno releases Michigan's elections forensic audit report on the ones that they have been able to do a forensic report on. Okay, and 66,194 unregistered ballots were tallied in just nine counties alone. Let me repeat what I just said. In only nine counties in Michigan, where there was a forensic audit that took place in some way, shape, or form, they have, they have identified 66,194 unregistered ballots. That means they were tallied illegally. That means that the slate of electors that were sent were not done legally. And they knew this before they sent them. And this is just nine counties. Wait until the rest is done, ladies and gentlemen. Now, will people go to jail? Probably not. We know the way the world works. Will people be held accountable? Who knows? We know the world works. But guess what? You know how they would be held accountable? You know how they would go to jail? If Republicans would grow a spine and start calling for the resignations and literally bring busloads and busloads of people just like the left does to protest 
outside of the um, the places of work and city hall and capitol buildings and anywhere else where these people are sitting daily, lying, cheating, screwing over the American people. If the if the Republicans would grow some courage and actually and and find their spines, this stuff would be taken care of. And the next time we have the White House, the next time we have the Senate, and the next time we have the House, which will be very shortly, then we would have to do the same thing that the Democrats are doing and just ram through things and put these people in prison and instruct the DOJ to file charges and to and, and bring them to justice, along with the FBI. That's what we need to do. No more screwing around. No more messing around. Stop being cowards. Stop being spineless and actually do something. The leaders of the Republican Party are the weakest people I've ever seen in my life. Straight up the weakest people I've ever seen in my entire life. That is why President Trump is going to work so hard uh, for 2022 to get rid of these rhinos. Because they don't do anything. They're scumbag rhinos. They do nothing. I don't know what's worse. A swamp donkey Democrat or a scumbag rhino. I don't know what's worse. Okay, so that so that's what's happening in in Michigan alone. Sixty six thousand one hundred and ninety four ballots, and the Michigan Secretary of State Benson is not complying. I repeat, N O T Capital not complying with subpoenas, and she is deliberately, deliberately delaying producing all of the election material requested. Again, how are they allowed to do that? Call, call, call your state reps, your state senate, your AGs, everybody. I don't care if they're Democrat or not. Call and let your voice be heard by the millions, ladies and gentlemen. Now let's move to Georgia. In Georgia, that loser down there, uh, Raffensperger, he has filed amicus briefs attempting to prevent the independent audit in the state's 2020 election results. And while he, when he um, put that amicus brief in, when he filed it, and and Listening to his talking points, he has at least seven false accusations. He is lying, just like the rest of them. They are lying through their teeth. It has been proven that they're lying through their teeth. And again, just like we got Georgia to implement new election integrity laws, we got to do the same thing to continue to make sure that the other states are doing the same thing. Call, call, call. Email, email, email. Let your voice be heard. Be mad. Scream if you have to. If you really have to, if you're if you're that kind of person, then 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 pull out the, the the language. If you have to swear, swear. Let these people know you're fed up and you're done with it and you've had enough. And if it and 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 the next step is going to be not calling and not emails. It's going to be thousands and thousands of people in the streets. And I'm going to show you where they're doing that here in a little bit. Okay? But that's what needs to happen. We need to get on the ball with these things. All right? Um, Now, here's something else. This weekend, 100 corporations... The leaders of a hundred corporations, which by the way, remember I told you the Democrats bought all of these search firms that find the people to be on these boards, which means they control the boards because they control the board members. These are a hundred different corporations that the Democrats have worked with in order to get people on the board so that they can control them. They had the first of its kind meeting ever to plot an opposition to all election security measures. Anybody who's doing election integrity reform and to strengthen their election laws in their state, these 100 corporate companies are coming out and finding ways to ruin these states. That means ruin the workers, ruin the citizens of these states, whether they're minority or not, in order to, I'm taking my ball and going home. This is what the swamp donkey Democrats do. This is why they are so effective, because they actually do stuff. Is it legal? No. Is it moral? No. But this is what they do. They band together and they take out everything. And the reason why they're doing it is because these corporate businesses have been brainwashed enough by these Democrats or have been told enough by these Democrats that everything that that these states are doing, all this election integrity, is based on lies. There was no voter fraud, and so it's based on lies trying to take down minorities. So I have brought up a uh, little bit of some information here. So I will bring it over to you right now. As you can see here, Um, Ed O'Keefe says, confirmed, first of its kind call between more than 100 top corporate leaders on Saturday focused on how to respond to proposed changes in state voting laws. Participants include top leaders of airlines, media, and law investment. Those invited include leaders of American Air, United, Atlanta Falcons, Levi, Walmart, Viacom, 
Um, Aerial uh, Investments, LinkedIn, Twitter, AMC Theaters, among others, people familiar with the meeting, tell CBS. So let's kind of scroll down here and see what they say. CEOs from top 100 corporations joined the first-of-its-kind call this weekend to discuss how to respond to proposed changes in state voting laws. At issue was the recent Georgia voting law signed by Governor Kemp that makes it a requirement for voters to show voter ID. What they're doing is they're making people believe that this is a racist move because it's all based on lies. There was no voter fraud. But I broke down the voter fraud in each one of those states for you last week that I can prove physically which happened. Hundreds and hundreds of thousands of votes. And when you're talking a presidency that the electoral college votes are only a matter of like less than 100,000 votes altogether that, that set them apart, then ladies and gentlemen, you know that there's something wrong here. You know there's something wrong here. Okay? Now, Javon Hutton Pulitzer, the famous, he's now famous, If you, he probably was famous before then, but you guys know who he is. He was the guy that hacked the Atlanta Dominion machines, like real time, while he was in Georgia at a Senate hearing. He's also the guy that showed you how to find every ballot that's counterfeit by marks on the ballot. And you can do this simply, very, very simple. His his form of auditing is so accurate that he can find down to the very single ballot if it's counterfeit or if it's real, let alone the tens of thousands. So he came over the weekend and said that he gave he was giving an interview where he said that he was offered $10 million, ladies and gentlemen, that is $10 million, in order to not go through with his forensic audit um, uh, procedure that he came up with. He was offered $10 million, and he said that he declined that offer. So because he was offered $10 million... All right, to be a swamp donkey Democrat and declined that because he has too much patriotism. Javon Hutton Pulitzer is going to get the first Smarty Award of the day. You get the first Smarty Award of the day, Javon Hutton Pulitzer. But my question to you is, if you wanted to... Now, you're exactly right. He doesn't need it. He's got patents everywhere. He's the inventor of things. He's got money. He's all good. Okay, but $10 million... That's, that's a lot of bribe money. That's a lot of bribe money, and he turned it down. My question is, and it's exactly what I uh, asked over the weekend, is who offered you the $10 million, sir? I love this guy. I want him on the show. I've been trying to get him for, for two months now. I can't get him on. Can't get him on. I'd love to have him here because my question would be, who offered that money to you? I wonder who's at, if anybody's asking. The first, when I first read his statement where he said, I was offered $10 million and turned it down. My first thought in my head popped up. Who offered you the money? Follow it. Who offered you the money? Was it anonymous? Was it a known Democrat senator? Was it a known Democrat uh, House of uh, uh, Congressman or woman? Was it a president? Was it a resident? Was it Corn Pop himself? Who offered you $10 million? If you're going to put out a statement like that, the very next statement should be, and here's who offered it. Now, I'm not saying he's he's wrong or right or indifferent. I'm saying if that was me and somebody offered me money to do something like that, <laughs> the first thing I would do would pop on live and be, hey, guess what just happened? But he's probably scared for his life. You're talking that kind of money. You're talking this kind of a, of a outcome. I'd be scared for my life if I was him. But uh, Michelle Odell says, money can't buy patriots. That's exactly right. That should be a song. Money can't buy real patriots. All right. Having said that, <laughs> since we gave the, the first smarty of the, uh, of the day, then we got we to gotta go and give the first dum-dum award of the day. Now, who better to get a dum-dum award than, <laughs> I'll just, who better to get a dum-dum award than Brian Stelter of CNN, huh? Oh, that poor guy. He tries and he tries and he tries. And I just missed the dum-dum bucket. That rarely happens, by the way. But Brian Stelter of CNN has got to be one of the dumbest human beings alive. I'm going to play a clip for you. I know it's hard to watch. I know you kind of want to throw up when you watch something from CNN. But I'm going to play a clip for you that um, <laughs> Brian Stelter did this weekend on CNN. And I'll just let you be the judge. Here we go. Ready? 
important to see all these TV anchors, personalities showing themselves getting the shot. We've seen a lot of vaccine selfies from lots of folks at lots of different networks. Uh, it's been really inspiring to see. You know, the Today Show even brought the, 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 the co-host outside for a live group vaccination this week. And Rachel Maddow on Friday on MSNBC talked about how she was really fearful of the needle, really oh. worried about it. Oh, and yet it was important to get so the fearful. She did, and there she is talking about it on air. So I say all of that to make the following point. Where are Tucker and Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram? Where is Ainsley Earhart <laughs> and Steve Ducey and Brian Kilmeade? Where are the biggest stars on Fox getting vaccinated? I get it's a personal choice. I get that's between, you know, the hosts and their health care provider. But everybody else is doing it, right, Matt? I mean, all across television, all these anchors oh, everybody's are doing rolling it. up their sleeves. Why do you think we haven't seen the biggest stars on Fox News get vaccinated or show us their vaccine selfies? Oh, well, everybody's doing it, Brian. Everybody's doing it. Well, first of all, okay, first of all, the reason why people on Fox News aren't doing it is because people who watch Fox News, probably majority of them think how we think. And really... Nobody cares. About any fake CCPV that anybody should or shouldn't get. Second of all, Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> he does look like Humpty Dumpty, doesn't he? Let's... Let's go back over and look at him real quick. Look at him. Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty. Humpty Dumpty sat on Trump's wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All CNN's horses and all CNN's men couldn't put Humpty back together again. Oh. <laughs> Everybody else is doing it. What do you mean? All these other big news anchors are doing it. How come the people at Fox News aren't doing it? How come the superstars over at Fox News aren't getting their vaccine selfies? Come on. We're all doing it. Rachel Maddow did it. Uh, uh, Rachel Maddow did it. I did it. Uh, uh. <laughs> what a loser. What a straight loser. Man, that guy's ratings must be lower than mine. You know what I mean? Put me, put me in a position like him, and I'd have ratings like Tucker Carlson. This guy can't get 10 people to watch him, and the 10 people that do watch him probably look just like him and act just like him. You know what I mean? They're not diverse like us here in the Patriot community. Nope, I bet they're all white. I bet they're all balding. I bet they all look like Humpty Dumpty, and I bet they all live with their moms in their basements. <laughs> Everybody else is doing it. Come on. Where is Sean Hannity? Where's Tucker Carlson? Ugh. <laughs> now, speaking of the CCPV, let's talk a little bit about the CCPV passports. Mm. Well, more and more businesses and corporations ran by the left, whose board members are chosen by the left, because the left bought all the search firms for these boards, um, for these large corporations, well, they are all now, it, the whole CCPV passport thing is catching steam. It is catching steam and more and more businesses are doing it. They want to force you into compliance, period. That's all this has all been about from the very beginning. Control, 100% control. Grandma killer, grandma killer, you know the whole thing. It's all been about control. Well, now more businesses are starting to be woke and live in this woke-topia with all the, with all the woke-maniacs. You know what I mean? So here's the first, and it's discrimination. It's truly what it is. It's truly discrimination to not serve somebody because they're not wearing a, a mask that on the box says is not effective towards and will not save you. Okay? But they just have they got this whole control, brainwashed, stupid, ridiculous, ignorant uh, society that thinks they're all doctors and listens to Dr. Fauci. Okay? It's discrimination. St. Luke's fitness center says over the weekend that only vaccinated members can remain members. If you are a member and you have not been vaccinated and you don't want to be, guess what? You're out. They're going to revoke your membership and you're out. Any newcomers coming into the gym at St. Luke's fitness center, if you want to become part of the gym, you have to show your CCPV passport. Isn't that amazing? But here's one worse. Here's one worse. Over the weekend, we had a volcano erupt in the Caribbean islands on the island of St. Vincent. Okay? We knew it was going to erupt far and plenty of time to start evacuations. Check this out, though. The PM there had, had, uh, had evacuation ships to get people off the island. And guess what? 
only vaccinated people were allowed to board those evacuation ships after the volcano erupted this weekend. Or before, during, and after. Only, get. think what I just said. Think what I just said. They are now literally leaving people behind to possibly die because they did not get the the CCPV and have a passport to show it. They were left to literally die. This is how hard the left is going in on this. This, They are staking their claim. They're not going to give up on this. This is going to be a fight between them and America. Them and society. Do you want to stand up or do you want to comply? Because those are your only choices. And you can't just do it one by one. It's got to be a massive calculated effort like they're doing up in Canada, which I'll show you multiple videos of in a minute. That's inhumane. It's disgusting. It's wrong. And every one of them will go to hell for the choice that they made. Now think about this. If we were back in Titanic days and the Titanic hit the iceberg and it was going down, remember women and children first, women and children first. If that happened in 2021 and some big ship hit an iceberg, vaccinated first, anybody who's not white second, and anybody who's a white Christian conservative, there's no hope for you. You're going down with the ship. Thanks for thanks for uh, sailing on CCP uh, CCP cruises. Enjoy your plummet to the depths of the ocean. That's exactly what would happen. That's exactly what would happen. The difference between the left and their full-on attack on all of us and anybody who won't uh, comply with their orders is they don't have God. We do. They don't have God. We do. So we need to get uh, strength by numbers and we need to put on the full armor of God and we need to openly pray and show our love for God and he will save this world and this country from imminent death by the hands of the left. Might sound cliche, but unlike resident corn pop, I'm not going to tell you to stop praying like he did in the Rose Garden last week. Stop praying. Stop praying. What? Aren't you don't you don't you call yourself a Catholic? Stop praying. Stop praying instead sniff kids. Stop praying instead raise kids who end up having sex with kids and doing crystal meth and crack. On video. Stop praying. And create a crime family like I did. And abuse your power. But whatever you do. Stop praying. Because that is what. Resident Corn Pop said uh, last week. He told the world to stop praying. Don't believe me? Go back and watch. Don't believe me? Just go back and watch. Now. Speaking of dum-dums. There are, there's not enough dum-dums in this office, and probably there are not enough dum-dums in the world to hand out a dum-dum to every single liberal that lives in the state of Massachusetts or Taxachusetts or whatever you want to call it, specifically in the city of Boston, which I love to see in Boston. I'm not far from Boston. I used to go to Boston all the time. Back when things were like normal and people were okay, I used to go to the Boston Celtics games every other weekend. Love me some Celtics. I don't support any of those those professional leagues now, though. NBA, NFL, hockey, NASCAR, none of them. Okay? But speaking of dum-dums, I would like to give the next dum-dum award right here on Live from America. <laughs> See if I can make it. Oh, yeah, I made it that time. All right, this dum-dum award is going to go to Liberal Boston Brigham and Women's Hospital. Brigham and and Women's Hospital in Boston, Massachusetts is setting up, wait till you hear this, a preferential treatment program based on race. So much like those schools who are having four and five different, um, four and five different graduations based on race. Same thing is happening here, folks. Same thing's happening here. The Brigham and Women's Hospital is now going to set up a program based on race where whites are last. Think about this. And this is reported by the Gateway Pundit, so you can go and read it. They want all hospitals to make this a national policy. All hospitals in the country, they want to make this a national policy. This is truly an all-out war on white 
Christian conservatives. I've been telling you this for months now. I've been bringing you every case that I can find, which is clear discrimination, clear racism against one group of people who happen to have a, a skin color or a, or a religious preference or a political preference. And it just so happens to be that if you are a white, you know, saltine American, like myself, proud saltine American, and you happen to be a Christian and conservative, you are the worst person on earth right now. You are literally the devil in disguise. Or that's what the left wants the world to believe. So now we have a major hospital in a major network of hospitals who is calling for this to be a nationwide policy that all white people are seen to last. Disgusting. And I think every one of us need to do... Here's your action item for the day. Here is your action item for the day. I can probably look it up while I'm on live with you right now and tell you what the number is. Let's see. Let's see if we can do this together real quick. Google. Ugh, hate using Google. But Brigham and Women's Hospital Boston. Boom, right there. Let's find the number here. Oh, guess what? Found the number. Found the number. 617. Let me put this in the chat below. 617-450-2300. There you go. I just put it in the chat below. I'll tell you one more time. 617-450-2300. Let's show power in numbers today, folks. Let's all carve out 30 seconds to a minute and let's everyone call that number today and let them know exactly what we think of their new policy that they want to implement where white people are last. Now, most people don't like using Google. I don't either, but it was the one that was pulled up on my screen because I was looking at my Gmail. Um, DuckDuckGo, whatever. There's plenty of search engines out there. You can find what you need. We need to call those people today. That is your action item uh, uh, agenda, ladies and gentlemen, to call Brigham and uh, Women's Hospital and let them know how disgusted you are with them. Now, you might not want to say that to the person who answers at the front desk. Maybe you need to talk to human resources. Maybe you need to talk to some shift supervisor. But somehow, make it known. And maybe we'll call them on 5 o'clock show tonight. Maybe I'll set it up to where we can call them tonight. The name of the hospital, Douglas, is Brigham, B-R-I-G-H-A-M, and Women's Hospital in Boston, Massachusetts. Let's give them a call. Let's do what the left does. Seems to work. Why not? So we're going to follow that up with another Smarty Award of the Day. I really like the Smarty Award of the Day, actually, ladies and gentlemen, because I really like the new sound of the Smarty Award. And, and believe you me, this is going to be weird for you to hear who I'm giving the Smarty Award to. Now, it's actually, it's actually different than it sounds. I'm not giving the Smarty Award as a good thing today to this person or this organization. I'm giving the Smarty Award because they were smart enough to dupe their followers into making them famous. And into making them beyond rich. Beyond rich. But the Smarty Award today is going to go to the co-founder of, you ready for this? Black Lives Matter. They get the Smarty Award of the day today, but instead of giving them the sound of the Smarty Award of the day, because it's actually not as good as it sounds, we're going to give them the... But, however, they were smart enough, ladies and gentlemen, the, the founders of the BLM, to rake billion, millions and millions of dollars from everybody who's sympathetic or empathetic or brainwashed or ignorant or stupid or too dumb to realize what's really going on. But the self-proclaimed Marxist founder of BLM buys four homes totaling over $3 million dollars. Four homes totaling over $3 million, one in Beverly Hills, one in Topanga Canyon, one in uh, Conyers, Georgia, and one in Inglewood, California, totaling over $3 million, and guess what? Every one of them has an airplane hangar. Think about that. Think about that. Think about how smart that was for these people to dupe so many millions of people out of money. The George Floyd thing, the thing that had the Ferguson, um, the Ferguson riots, all of these riots that happened last year. None of them were real. None of them were based in reality. None of them were justified. All of them were based on a lie. And meanwhile, these people are raking in millions and millions of dollars. You don't think that's smart? That's exactly what their whole agenda was. They're a self-proclaimed Marxist group. They hate America. They hate the family nucleus. They hate everything that we were built on. And you think it was dumb for them to do this? 
It might be dumb morally, but it was smart of them to create a narrative that didn't exist. So so many woke-topia people out there would donate millions and millions of dollars. And now this woman, who's out there screaming equality, and, 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 and we're being censored, and we're being uh, um, oppressed, and we're being suppressed, and we're nothing. Uh, uh, uh. Meanwhile, she has $4 million homes with airplane hangers. While she sits there in the comfort, eating her $12,000 ice cream along Stretch Face Armstrong, while the real people that are out there struggling aren't even really struggling. They just think they are because this idiot made them believe that they're struggling. Millions of dollars raked in off a lie. Race baiting. Divide and conquer. And you better be ready, ladies and gentlemen, because all of that race baiting and that divide and conquer and burning cities is coming to a theater near you very soon. Especially, especially when they don't get the outcome for this trial that they're hoping. Speaking of that, let's move right into another dumb dumb award. I don't even have any, you know, I don't even have another uh, dumb dumb, but I'm going to give it anyway. I'm going to give it anyway. Okay? And this is going to go to Antifa and BLM because over the weekend they set fire to a Portland ICE facility. While federal agents were inside. So you know Antifa that was called Just an Idea. And BLM who's out there just just showing you their frustrations. Which are rooted in justification. And they're valid for doing it. As, as, uh, as, as Kalema Harris says. Nope. They set fire to a Portland ICE facility. While agents were inside. There was no call for arrests. There was no call for murder. Attempted murder. I mean there was no insurrection claims. Nothing. Nothing. And meanwhile, what they're doing right here is they are planting the seed for cities to burn when this uh, Officer Chauvin trial uh, and, and, and Officer Chauvin doesn't get charged in Minnesota the way they want him to be charged. Let me play a clip for you real quick of exactly what I'm talking about. Here we go. Ice, uh, Antifa, which is just an idea, and BLM burning a Portland ice facility. They saying every city, every town, burn. Every city, every town, burn the precinct to the ground. That's enough of that. Every city, every town, they say, burn the precincts to the ground. How about this? Here's a better chant for you. Every city, every town, put Antifa in the ground. How about that? How about if we said that? How about if we went around saying every city, every town, put Antifa in the ground? Or every city, every town, put BLM inside the ground? What happens if we, the patriots, I don't care what color you are, what happens if we do something like this? And we chant something like that. Well, first of all, every one of us would be arrested, okay, by SWAT teams and by, by, by the military. Every one of us would be arrested. Half of us would be killed. And we would be shamed and called racists for chanting such a racist thing, such a disgusting, hateful, racist thing. Where's the hate crime here? Where is it? I thought they were just an idea. Last time I checked, ideas couldn't start fires to government facilities. So it's an insurrection. To, 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 to break into a Capitol building. Yes, while they, what they did was wrong, but it's, it seems to be an insurrection to break into a Capitol building that we own and we bought. But it doesn't seem to be a, an insurrection to burn a government facility that we pay for, that we bought. That's okay, especially when federal agents inside, if it's just the idea that's doing it. It's just the idea. But what you're starting to see is planting seeds for cities to burn nationwide just so they can create more COVID relief in order to bail these Democrat cities out and rebuild infrastructure, right? We're not going to tell you what infrastructure means. We're just going to put everything under the guise of COVID and infrastructure and see what happens. Roxy says her husband thinks that Chauvin will get convicted. You're, he might, he might just because, but not based on evidence. Because the evidence and the truth is pointing towards there was no murder there. The evidence and the truth. 
I might do the same thing that Steven Crowder did. I might get some 200 and something pound man to kneel right on the back of my neck on video just to prove to you that nobody died because of that. So you're, my, you're probably right. He'll get convicted on the court of public opinion alone. But there'll still be riots. There'll still be cities that burn. Because this is their agenda. So no matter which way it goes, you're stuck between a rock and a hard place with Antifa and BLM. Now, now we get to the point of the show where I ask you, and this is no insult to Canadians whatsoever, but I ask you, what does it say about America and Americans if Canadians are banding together and standing up to fight this tyrannical regime of the globalists more than we are? What does it say when Canadians, again, no insult to Canadians, but we, we, we got to keep it real here. We got to keep it real and we got to say facts are facts. Americans have always been those stubborn, you're not going to tell me what to do, I have freedom, and we're not going to comply with your socialist, communist agenda. Canadians haven't always stood up against that. They've kind of, they let their guns taken away, they let their healthcare decisions taken away. Again, no insult to Canadians, I get it. But Canadians are standing up against this tyrannical lockdowns, freedom taking, way more than Americans are. And I don't understand what happened to us. What happened to Americans? We have become Americans. And I blame it on the on the two-party system. I blame it on the right. I blame it on conservatives who are in power, who have influence. I blame it on sitting down and being quiet for so long so you could let the law and order take over when really the law and order was being taken over. All of us. We're all complicit. What does it say when Canadian citizens are rising up against all of this more than Americans. I've been telling you that we need big-time Republicans to call to arms. And I mean protests, numbers. Do not let people get away with stuff, right? Well, last week I showed you a video of um, a Canadian restaurant where people went inside, where the, the health department went inside and the crowd said, get out, get out, get out, and they made them leave. I also showed you a video of the Canadian police putting up a double fence around the Grace Life Church so that its parishioners could not get in there, right? Making a stand against Christianity. Well, over the weekend, more video of more restaurants where health inspectors are going in and crowds pushing them out, and even a video of how many people actually showed up up at the Grace Life Church and tore that fence to the ground. Canadians are growing such a backbone while Americans are losing it. So first of all, I will show you the video of the Grace Life Church and how many people showed up and what they did to the fence after. Here you go. Look at all the people. And I was begging to go back to Look at that. Thousands of people in Canada. And they kept coming and coming and coming. So we're going to stop this. Now we're going to scroll down and show you them ripping down the fence. Ready? The fence is coming down. Here we go. Rip that fence down. Yep. Let's watch it again. Let's try to get a little bit of backbone here in America. Go Canada, huh? Alright. Now... I want to tell you about, so that needs to happen here. That needs to happen here. Now, I'm not calling for violence or anything like that, but that kind of standing up, if that happened here just for a week, all of this would be done. No more masks, no more lockdowns. If we did exactly what that's doing, they're doing right there. Why not? That's what the left does here, but they actually hurt people, murder people, and burn cities. I'm not calling for that. I'm calling for standing up and, and, and not taking it anymore, like you just seen on that video. That's what I'm calling for. Now, also last week, I showed you that um, 
that video of uh, of the people at the, at the in the restaurant. Remember that video? The people in the restaurant where they were screaming, "Get out! Get out! Get out! Get out!" In Canada. Well, we got another one, folks. We got another one. Let's transition over and watch this one now too. Yeah, so there's been there's, there's been an injunction filed. So I, I I would I would really highly suggest that you read that sign in full. We're we're here to talk. No, 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 no. I'm here to talk to you too. That's okay. Fine. No, yeah. but see, you can't prey on weak people. Okay? Mm. And I'm not one of those people. So listen here. No, you listen to me. There 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 is there is an unlawful order here. So then leave. You're trespassing. Leave before I phone the police. I'll phone the police. You're trespassing. They have a liquor license. You're trespassing. You're not welcome here. But you're not welcome here. Get out! You're not welcome here. Freedom, freedom, freedom. Get out, get out. You don't belong here. You're trespassing. Now, if you look at the, if you looked at the door, there was actually no trespassing signs on the door already. They already had no trespassing signs on the door. This is Canada. Now, that fence scene that you saw, remember last week we showed Alex Jones stopping the car with all those kids in the back? Well, Alex Jones had a big hand in sending all those people, uh, all of his listeners, up there to that church. People are standing up. And if we did that just one week in America, all of this would be done. But we don't. So I'm calling on business owners to do exactly what that business did right there. Because the only reason they're forcing you into compliance is because these major corporations and independent businesses, the independent businesses in these states are scared. They're scared to lose their livelihood. They're scared to lose their life. But this is your stance. This is your time. If you are a business owner, I get it. It's your job. I 100% get it. Don't think I don't. I, I, If you have kids, if you have family that you have to feed, I get it 100%. But as long as you continue to let your state make you not let people come in because they don't have a mask, the more you're complying. This is your hill that you die on. This is me calling for you to do exactly what you see is happening in Canada right there. This is for me calling you to read the Constitution, read the Bill of Rights, and remember just remember what you taught what you were taught when you were a kid remember the spirit of america remember the fact that we americans fought the biggest naval and army in the world the biggest uh, um standing army in the world back when we destroyed uh, the, the the stranglehold that, that the British had over America. We did that with pitchforks and, and, and broken muskets and, and with farmers and with people who were just, who were not infantry men or women. We fought back. Remember that, get that spirit back. That is what we need. So if you own a small business, say enough is enough, make that stand. And if enough of us do this and enough of us do this in each state, it's done. They don't control you. The government does not control you, especially in America, and Canadians are proving that. So let's do this, guys. Let's stand up together, and let's finally just say enough is enough. Now, over the weekend, President Trump met with a bunch of Republican GOP leaders at Mar-a-Lago. And the topic of the conversation there was what's going to happen in 2022, and who's going to run for the Republican Party in 2024. There was, I'll tell you this. 
I'll tell you this. President Trump is having lunch today and golfing with Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida. Okay? Now, I'm going to tell you this. Either President Trump is running in 2024 with Ron DeSantis as his vice president, or Ron DeSantis is running in 2024 and President Trump will stay out of the running and will just work with the Republican Party. I seem to think it's the former. I think President Trump is definitely running in 2024 and Ron DeSantis will be his running mate. That's what I truly 100% believe based on the research I've done, the people that I've talked to, and just my gut feeling. President Trump will run in 2024 and Ron DeSantis will be the vice president. That's what I feel is going to happen and then Ron DeSantis will run after that. However, this meeting at Mar-a-Lago was to decide who's going to be the who's going to be the front runners, who's going to be in control of the GOP, who's going to stand up, who's going to be the big, big dogs, and who are they going to get rid of. He was quoted calling Mitch McChina a son of a you know what, and he was quoted calling many other rhinos in the Republican Party nicknames that President Trump in fashion likes to give them. This is going to be an all-out. Swing for the fences, take the House, take the Senate, take the White House, and then do exactly what the left is doing to us, right to them. The reason why President Trump couldn't do that his first term was because he didn't want to prove the left right by saying he just went and just signed executive order after executive order after executive order. But now, now that God has let you see what's truly going on, now God has exposed the left, and and, and, and Biden has had over 50 executive orders in just a little bit of time, it's going to be, it's going to be all-out war on the left, For 2022, 2023, and 2024. And you know what? May God have mercy on their souls. Because the more we... But we really need President Trump's rallies. We need President Trump to get out there and start rallying. We need him to start bringing millions of people to one location. We need to start getting that energy back again. We need to start getting that fire back again. Because until something like that happens... Until something like that happens nationwide, I fear we're we're falling. We're falling, folks. We're falling to, to, to to control. We're falling to unlawful control by the left. And lest we, as a people, start doing that. And the only way I think we can do that is if we rally around our leaders. So I'm calling on our leaders, I'm calling on our business owners, and I'm calling on all of you individually to say enough is enough. You know when the last time I wore a mask was? It's when I, ro- it's when I flew on a plane. And that was only because I had to get somewhere to fulfill a commitment. That's the last time I wore one. It's the only place I will wear one. And I will drive any place I can without flying. The best is yet to come, ladies and gentlemen. Now, moving on to some more good news. I got two more pieces of good news. I know we're running longer today, but that's just the way it is. 40% of the Marines in our Marine Corps have have denied taking the CCPV. They will not take it. 40%. Hoorah. Keep going. Keep being strong. Don't tread on me. All of it. All those sayings that Americans have always had. Keep them strong. Keep them going. All right? Big shout out. To the Marines for 40% of them saying, no, we're not taking the vaccine. Another piece of good news. Nevada Republican Party has censured Barbara Sagofsky. Barbara Sagofsky is the Secretary of State there. And they have censured her for certifying, illegally certifying the election for Biden after she failed to investigate. Remember what I told you about the 60-something thousand votes that were found in Michigan that were unlawful, unregistered? Well, they found 42,000 people who voted twice in Nevada. 42,000 people who voted twice. They knew that back when she certified the electors for Biden. They knew it and they did nothing about it. And now they've dug deeper and dug deeper and they have complete proof that there was 42,000 people who voted twice. And guess how many votes separated the two of them? 34,000. Sound like it's just enough to win, does it? Sound like they just got where they needed to get? So you so you figure if they had 42,000 people voting and there was only a difference between 34,000 votes, plus they used Dominion to get them up over the top, how bad did Biden really lose? We're getting to the bottom of it. We're getting to the bottom of it in Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Arizona, Georgia, and Nevada. Let's keep it going. Let's keep the calls. Let's keep the emails. Let's keep reaching out to the people. Let's keep making our voices heard. And do not forget to call Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston today and let them know how disgustingly racist they are being. Voices heard. Ladies and gentlemen, voices heard. Loud and clear. If you have to use a megaphone or a microphone, then do it. But do not allow yourself to be silenced anymore. Let your voice be heard. You are an American. Let's start acting like it. Okay?
Thank you guys very much. Visit jeremyherrell.com. That's two R's and two L's. Make sure you sign up for the newsletter. There is a There's sections on top where you can listen to podcasts, watch old videos. There's a donate section. If you don't want to send donation and you want to do it uh, digitally or online, you can do it that way too. Any and all helps to maintain what we have here and to grow into the digital TV platform that we're growing into. I appreciate it. And remember, everything you buy off the store, 10% goes to a family farm, like the Folky family farm in Kansas, who uh, who received quite a lot of money, for the, for the and it's a big help for what they're going to. I want to thank you for watching the show today. I want to thank you for giving me over an hour of your time this morning. I will see you tonight for more Live from America at 5 p.m. And remember, there are right ways, there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh, so stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever, ever prosper. I will see you guys tonight for more Live from America at 5 p.m. Do not forget to share the video. God bless you guys. See you later.